Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I'm talking about anxiety sensations on the run. And I know in the last episode, I talked a lot about anxiety symptoms and you know, I kind of talked about some of the very familiar ones, and I thought I really wanted to continue on today with some of the kind of more off-base symptoms or sensations that we can get. And what I want to talk about is how those symptoms and sensations, all of them together, all of the very, very common ones, the ones we talked about last week, and the ones I'm going to point out today, and all the ones that are not even mentioned, are things that when you notice that they are on the run, that that is a good signal. So I'm often asked if a certain symptom or a pain or a sensation is caused by anxiety. And while it's possible that your pain or your symptom is caused by injury or a medical condition, you are wise, of course, to clean up any ongoing issues with your healthcare team. I wanted to consider today the possibility that what you are experiencing, especially when your physician tells you that there is not a medical reason for your pain, that it is your anxiety or your chronic stress talking to you. And some of these more off-the-wall ones that I hear about are things like the difficulty swallowing. Now, I didn't find that as an odd one because I had that. So anytime people are thinking they never heard of that, I'm like, oh yeah, I have put my hand up here. I definitely had the lump in the throat kind of difficulty swallowing. And then some people have a more sore or painful throat. And that can be from medical reasons, of course, but it can also be from anxiety, as can be some of the pain that people have in their heads. There can be buzzing pains, there can be sharp pains, there can be headache type of pains. And again, these could be due to something maybe that you are even diagnosed with. But I'm going to say, even if you were diagnosed with something and you're dealing with that with your medical team, why not also consider it part of your anxiety and deal with it from the lifestyle changes that you can make to calm your nervous system and give yourself a chance to heal even more. Why not add this all on? Anything that we're talking about helping is not going to hurt. So why not add it on to what you are already doing for treatment, right? And other places, again, staying with the head a little bit would be, you know, the jaw pain. A lot of people have TMJ, they have tightness in their jaw or 
their teeth hurt. Again, this is a typical stress response is to grind our teeth or to hold our jaw, clenching it. So of course, these pains could be coming from a stress reaction, as can be the tightness in the chest that people complain about. And we don't talk about this a lot, but it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with your heart in particular. You could have been clenching those muscles in your chest so much that you now are experiencing pain in there. So consider that. Consider adding on relaxation, meditation, stress response that can ease your muscles versus keeping them tight and clenched. All of this can be helpful. Back to the stomach again. This stomach pain, we did talk a little bit about this last week, but it can also get very intense. It can be sharp pains and it can be causing people to need to lie down, use heating pads or, you know, taking medications to get rid of pain in the gut. Consider that this could be your anxiety and that everything that you can do to help to calm your nervous system and to let those muscles in your body actually relax and let go can begin to help you on the healing journey. Other spots are the neck and the shoulders. We all know that we can put our shoulders up. This was one I was very guilty of and still find myself, if I get tense, wanting those shoulders to just creep right up. And that can cause neck and shoulder pain. And that can also lead to causing some of those head pains that we were talking about. And one that comes up a lot that I get asked if this is weird, has anybody else had this, is the ringing in the ears. Now, I have this still. I'm not living a life down the wormhole. I'm not considering myself living with anxiety by any means. Do I have anxious moments? Yes, and you will too. Even when you overcome your anxiety or clear your anxiety, you will still be a human being with anxious moments in your life. There is no doubt about that, but you do not have to have the knee-jerk reactions that you are maybe currently having, where you are continually feeding it and never getting out of that anxious feeling. So back to the ringing in my ears. Yes, it's still there, but does it bother me at all? Because I'm not afraid of it. I'm not worried about where it's coming from or why I have it, whatever. And so I am not feeding it and feeling like it makes me have those butterflies in my stomach, like, oh no, what is that? What's wrong with me? Other things that come up are things like muscle and joint pain. People can feel like they just ran a marathon when they have done nothing. You can have stinging sensations. You can have burning sensations on any place on your body. So you can begin to see how big this is and how it is not like if you have problems with your heart, there are going to be very specific sensations or symptoms that you are having the doctor can ask you about. They can test for, point to. Anxiety is not like that. We can't seem to pinpoint it because it takes our whole entire being into account, not even just our physical being, but our thinking and our emotions also. 
Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So along those lines, now we've got a really big picture that there's all kinds of symptoms and sensations that we can have. But the point of today's episode is that you can send these symptoms and sensations on the run. And what I mean by that is that your sensation or your pain can begin to move around on your body. And I look at this as a good sign that you are onto the fact that your body is not in imminent danger and that you can let go of additional stress and strain of worrying about what this pain or sensation is all about. You can stop worrying and you can begin to let go. You can even let go of seeking the cure because this whole seeking the cure for our symptoms and sensations actually feeds the anxiety. This constant researching, looking on Dr. Google, searching, asking questions to other people, trying to get more information about the issue, the pain, and trying to find the cure adds more and more to the struggle. And so that actually keeps the fire burning. So when we can see that it's moving around, maybe you had really bad knee pain and now the knee pain is gone, but you have hip pain. Let's just use joints as an example. That's okay. That means you've got it kind of on the run because it stopped hurting in the knee because you stopped playing with it. You stopped interacting with it. And so you stopped looking for the cure and it began to go away. Now that didn't mean it was gone for good. It might mean that it pops up somewhere else as it may have in your hip, but it means it's on the run. That's good. That means you're not engaging with it so much. And I love that. So rather than digging in and resisting all of these weird or nagging symptoms and sensations that anxiety can throw at us, it's endless. 
go to them, be with it, see if the symptom or the sensation gets stronger or if it lessens when you focus on it and see if it gets bigger or stronger if you resist it. Just notice this. Let go of the fear of the feeling and notice if the feeling comes and goes or if it's constant. See if you can welcome it as a visitor because that's all it is, is it's a visitor, it will go. And see if your acceptance of this pain or sensation or thought can make a difference in how long or how intense you are feeling these sensations. Even using the sensation word versus using the word pain can be really helpful because this can loosen our grip of fear around what is happening. Pain. Pain sounds so dangerous and that it has to be taken care of immediately versus sensation can feel more light and like it can come and go and a sensation might just move through us. So see if your language can help you to loosen your grip of fear and anxiety around what you are experiencing. Allowing these feelings and sensations to go through you versus holding on to them, trying to figure them out, trying to beat them at their own game. This is not something that we fight with and win. When we fight with these things, we lose because the fighting enables the sensation and the fear to grow. This is a place where we need to have acceptance and a letting go. And that takes practice, no doubt. I am not saying that it is easy, but it is not necessary to get to the bottom of it, to find out the cause, and to keep poking it with more information. You know, like when you have a tooth that hurts, but you notice it's a toothache or maybe um, dental work that was done and is bothering you, but it only hurts when you touch it with your tongue. And then we keep probing it. We keep touching it. Is it still hurt? Does it still hurt? Yes. And then it starts hurting more because we're poking at it more. I want you to look at your other sensations like this too. Let them be. Look at them. If focusing on them helps it to dissipate, then focus on it. If ignoring it makes it go away, then ignore it. You have to do this for yourself. I know I reference my frozen shoulder a lot, but to have pain every night for nine months was difficult. But I learned that when I did focus on it and went to it, it morphed and it changed and I could actually work with it. It was very interesting. So try it. See what works for you in your particular instance. Knowing that you are safe and sound is of great importance, and you want to convey this message to your mind and body over and over again. This goes a long way to having more peace and calm. So that's what we do. 
we have to convey the message to our mind. Listen, I've already been checked out. I had the EKG. Yes, I have pain in my chest. I have had all of the tests run. They gave me a clean bill of health and told me this was my stress. Because I hear this a lot. People come back from the ER all the time with the diagnosis of stress. And so let's take that and work with it. That means you can let go of the struggle with it. You can let go of forcing the need for more information on it, looking on Dr. Google, what could it be? Why is this happening to me? The doctor must have missed something. You know how our mind works when we're anxious. It will find all kinds of problems. Let it go. Just try that. Even if you decide to only do that for a day or two, give yourself a little deadline and say, I'm just going to let it go for today and see what happens. I know that if there is something really, really, really wrong with you, your body will let you know. If you let go of it and you get worse, if you're having a heart attack, it will get worse on exertion. It will not get better if you get up and go for a walk. Can you get up and go for a walk? Test yourself. Try these things out. Have confidence in your body. Trust your body. Come back home to yourself again. Your body is not out to get you. It is not going against you. It is not betraying you. You can work together as a team, but you need to accept it and let it have pains and sensations that come and go. Allow yourself to send that message of peace and calm over and over again to your mind and body, through your meditation, through your journaling, through your breathing. Nothing better to do at any moment than to exhale longer and slower. It sends a message of peace and calm. I hope that this show was helpful for you, and I hope that you are willing to let go a little bit more, just a little bit more, and let those anxiety sensations go on the run. And when you notice they start moving around, smile, because they will move around. I have people report it to me all the time. They will say, I can't believe you told me that things might move around, and they do. So just smile and remember that you're safe. And now for today's quote. Anxiety often gives a small thing a big shadow. And that's a Swedish proverb. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.